Welcome to the Pub Sports Podcast. I am your host, Nathan Alford. I'm so psyched. We are just one day away from game day. One day away before those boys touch that sacred ground and go ahead and lay the wood and conquer the Coeur d'Alene Vikings. Now, for today's show, we're looking at it this way. We're going to give you our weekly profile interview and coaching interview with Coach McKenna. Then we have a special player interview with uh, senior Caden Kerr, number seven. And then uh, we'll finish the show today with a segment that we're going to call All In or All Out. So either you're all in, you agree with it, or all out, you couldn't disagree with it more. And uh, my co-host, Scott Alford, will be able to provide those those statements and questions for us. Now, uh, to kick things off today, and the first interview that we're going to bring to you is uh, when we sat down with Coach Dave McKenna, and uh, a short one, but good, as he uh, as he was preparing for uh, the Coeur d'Alene Vikings on Friday night. Enjoy. Dave McKenna, Gonzaga Prep head coach, got Coeur d'Alene coming up on Friday night, joining PSP on one of his lighter teaching days. Good morning, Coach. How are you doing? Doing well, thanks. How are you doing today, Nate? I'm doing really well. Uh, first off, when's the last time you took a nap on that coach in, or that couch inside your office? At least a year ago. I need to take one today, but my anxiety is way too high. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, it's game week, you know, this is exciting and all that fun stuff's coming up, so that's good. Yeah. Uh, what would happen if you came in and uh, senior Caden Kerr was taking a nap in there? Um, I, I'd probably throw him off the couch. <laughs> yeah, I, mean, I, I, don't, I, I like when kids are in the office. Uh, prefer they're not sleeping, but uh, I love when they come in here in the morning all day long, uh, sit here, have chips, and, and, and talk with coaches. Thanks. Yeah. Uh, would you say you're more patient or less patient? Uh, less. Especially as we get closer to game day, I'm much less patient. <laughs> I pray for patience, though. <laughs> That's good. That's really good. Uh, what's the best advice your wife has ever given you? Just say yes, dear. <laughs> <laughs> best, uh, go and enjoy it. That's good. Um, would you say it's your job to bring uh, energy and fun to practice? Uh, definitely, it's, coaches, it's all the coach's responsibility to do that, but it's also the players. I think it's a, a combination. Um, you know, as we tell our kids, you control your attitude and effort, um, Just and coaches control their attitude and effort. Um, if we expect kids to bring in good energy, then we need to bring it as well. I think it's contagious. It's contagious either way, though, right? If we got bad energy, bad mojo, it's going to be contagious. If you have good energy, it's going to be contagious. So um, I think that's try to be uh, real positive in what we do. Yeah. Uh, what do you look for as a coach in week one? Uh, again, effort, attitude, um, and then perseverance. You know, we're going to make mistakes. It's, it's inevitable. Um, we're going to try to eliminate as many as possible. However, this is going to happen. Um, so let's see how the kids respond when they make a mistake, and then how do they respond to something that maybe we didn't coach on? Um, are they going to see a different defensive front, or are we seeing a different offensive formation? How do the kids adjust? Um and so we'll look for that as well and coach off that. Okay. What uh what makes this quarter lane team different than last year? Uh the kid throws a really good ball. I don't think the quarterback runs quite as much um as the kid last year. Um but their skill guys are still very, very good and then they got a good offensive front. Defensively they're very athletic and run well. Um I think that's what Coach Amos does out there. He gets some good athletes on the field and 
So I wouldn't say they're significantly different than last year. Um, you know, this is their second week, big difference. You used to have a huge uh, learning cur- curve from week one to week two and, and a big jump. So um, that's a big bonus for them. Uh, but uh, it is what it is for us, go out and compete. But they're, 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 they were so well coached. They're disciplined and they got very good athletes. So they're a great opponent. It's a great challenge. But um, look forward to it. What do you make of uh, senior safety and wide receiver Colby Noseworthy? Uh, he goes up and gets the football. He uh, he's a he, he's a baller. I mean, he likes to go up and get it. Um, he, he's all over the football field. He, he runs. Uh, he, he goes to tackle. He'll hit you. Um, but he's also a finesse guy that goes up and gets the football. Um, he does it in traffic, um, and he runs very good routes. So he gets open where he's not in traffic. So. He's, he's their go-to guy, it looks like, on offense, at least after week one. How's your kicking game looking this season? Good. We got Dar- uh, Evan Duchesne, Chesney as I call him. Um, he's a returner back. He kicked for us last year. He's improved significantly. Um, and then he's also uh, punting it for us right now, doing a great job with that. Um, so it's, 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 we're, I think we're further along game one now than we were with uh, game one last year in the kicking game. That's great. So finish the sentence for me. The Pups win on Friday night if? Uh, we show up and play, play uh, the way we're capable of playing. Does that work? Court <laughs> uh, is a great opponent. I mean, uh, we've got to stay healthy. We're battling some injuries right now. we got to stay healthy. Uh, we got to eliminate mistakes, you know, um, uh, offensively, we can't turn the ball over, and defensively, we got to tackle well and not give up big plays. If we do those two things, don't give up big plays, and 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 not turn the ball over, we'll be okay. All right. Well, looking forward to a coach Friday night, seven p.m. Really appreciate your time today, and uh, we'll uh, we'll look forward to touching base with you potentially after the game on Friday. Awesome. Thanks. Really appreciate it, man. Hey, thanks, coach. Take care. That was Coach Dave McKenna joining us on Wednesday. Now, he's uh, definitely battling some injuries and obviously the first week stress of uh, exceeding expectations, hopefully, in that week one performance. Uh, but we appreciate him taking the time. Uh, and uh, now we're going to go ahead and shift into our first player interview. And we're going to usually complement each coaching interview with a player interview. So we had the uh, privilege of calling up Caden Kerr, getting him away from class for a little bit to go ahead and just sit down and uh, talk expectations and uh, what it means to be a senior leader on this Bullpup team. Enjoy. Joining me now is senior Caden Kerr, number seven for the Bullpups. He plays wingback, and uh, we're happy to have him. Good afternoon, Caden. How's it going? All right, man. Uh, if you could, official height weight for us. Uh, 5'11", and my weight's at 175, 180, in between there. Okay. Uh, I'm surprised that you didn't go for the jump of uh, six foot. You actually were honest and truthful at the 5'11 mark. I know. I know. <laughs> if you had to choose between a burrito or pup muffin, what are you going with? I'm going with the burrito. Wow. Every All right. Day. Every day. Now, do you go before school with that burrito or at break? At break. Okay. Uh, what class are you missing right now? I'm missing English. Oh, who's that with? McArdle. Okay. Well, hey, no worries. I had McArdle when I was there her first year. You let her know that just you were uh, giving your time to Nate Alford and PSP. You'll be fine. I will. I will. <laughs> we'll let her know. 
All right. Uh, when's the last time you were late to class? Never. Never. Never late to class. Never late. Okay. If you were, what would be your go-to excuse? I was in the bathroom. <laughs> Always a good one. Now, uh, does Coach McKenna require you guys to sit in the front of the classroom? No, he suggests it though. I always do. That's that's right. All right. So, are we looking a top school for you? What's what's your hopes for college? Um, I just got my first offer from Arizona Christian University, so that's that's always exciting. Um, I've also looked at Simon Fraser. Um, always thought about going on the walk-on route, maybe try WSU. You know. I don't know. It's still young. I still have my whole senior year. Yeah, no, that's great. Yeah. Tell me why you guys touch the field before you start practice. Ooh, uh, it's a reminder that this field is uh, more than just a football field. It's everyone's done it, like, you know, behind us these past years. And it's like, uh, I don't know, it's just a tradition. Yeah, no, it's kind of sacred ground, right? Yeah. Yeah. Are uh are you getting tired of hearing people say that you're not gonna amount to success of previous bullpup teams? Oh of course I am. <laughs> I see it on Twitter. I hear I hear all of it. I mean, we're young but I think we got dudes who can hang and we got leaders who are ready to go, so I'm not too worried about it. Yeah, you ready for Friday night? Of course. Nervous. Yeah, no, that's natural. I'm I'm uh I'm I'm a little nervous too. I want to see you guys succeed this year. Uh, what have the coaches been stressing to you guys uh, as you prepare for quarter lane? We got to be um, our timing. Well, especially on offense, our timing's got to be on. Um, we got to have dudes who can block and are willing to, you know, do anything they can. Where it's not just a one-man show. You know, we have. 11 dudes on offense and 11 dudes on defense who all have to do their part. No, that's great. It's so, a, it's definitely a team game. Teamwork, basically. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Now, uh, what's the most important thing you can do to help the pups be successful on Friday? Uh, I got to do my job. Um, we've been running the same plays over and over and over again, and it's nailed into my brain. So at this point, it's, at this point, it's, uh, you know, just do what I've been taught. Okay. Yeah. Hold on to that football, right? Yep. That too. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So if I set the stage and it's fourth and goal from the one yard line and you guys need a touchdown to win the game, are you running over to Nate Graham or uh, Coach Bob Casano and telling them that you want the ball? Ooh. In my head, I'm thinking it. <laughs> okay. But uh, it's their call. I'm going to go with it, and if uh, they're calling a run play my way, I'm blocking my guy all the way to the back of the end zone. Hey, I like that. That's a that's a good answer and, you know, speaks to what this team means to you as far as, you know, looking at it from that scope of things. It's uh, no I in team, and you proved that, man. That's awesome. So, uh, hey, buddy, it, it, was a, it was a short interview, but all I wanted was just to kind of get your voice out there, kick it off with a good senior, uh, and uh, thanks for taking the time today. Yeah, of course. Thank you. Yeah, you know, get back to class and let Mr. McArdle say hello. I will. All right. Hey, take care, buddy. We want to thank Caden Kerr for being our first player interview. Never easy when someone's to ask you questions, especially when one of those questions are, what would you choose between a burrito and pot muffin? 
that is one for the ages and one in which we could have heavy debates and uh, heavy discussions in a podcast in its entirety. Before we get to our weekly all-in game that I think you guys will really enjoy, we're going to go down and, and run down the week that will be the September 9th through the 14th and what events as far as varsity events and games you can look to show up to, come out and show your support, and uh, we'll tell you what games we're going to be there for too. Now, uh, starting off on Monday, September 9th, JV football goes and travels to Coeur d'Alene uh, to play the Vikings at their home, June Ford Field. Then Tuesday the 10th, varsity volleyball against Lake City at home in Scarpelli Gym at 7 p.m. We will be there at that game to see those Lady Bullpups uh, dominate, hopefully, Lake City. Varsity Girls Soccer travel on the road on that Tuesday to Lake City at 4 p.m. and play their first game. Then come Thursday, Frosh Football at home at Bullpup Stadium against Central Valley at 3.30. Uh, We will be at that game. Next, to follow that game, Varsity Girls Soccer play at home at Bullpup Stadium against Mount Spokane at 6.30. Also on that day, Girls Slow Pitch Softball, they travel to Cheney, and they'll have their first game at 4 p.m. out there. Then, because of the fact that the Bullpups travel to St. Ignatius, there's no Friday night football, uh, so they'll play on Saturday at St. Ignatius at 4 p.m. If you're an alumni down in the San Francisco area, I hope you're able to go to the game. Uh, If not, we're going to try and find some way possible to keep you updated throughout on our Facebook page. So if you're uh, curious, it's around 4 o'clock here thereafter. You want to know what the score of the game is, we're going to keep you posted on Facebook. Now, the cross-country varsity team will be splitting the team uh, for their first invitational. Half the team will go to the Bellarmine invite in Bellarmine, uh, and that starts at 9.30. And half the team will go to the Highlander invite at Shadle Park, and that starts at 10 o'clock. Volleyball Varsity travels to Sundome for the Sundome Volleyball Festival. Now, we don't have times on that. If you're curious about that, check with the volleyball coach, volleyball team. I know they have a Facebook page. So show them some love, like and follow their page. I'm sure they'll get you the information you need. And the last thing to round out on Saturday is girls soccer plays Eastside Catholic at Bullpup Stadium at 2 p.m. I'm going to see if I can try and get to that game uh, because of the fact that Eastside Catholic is a very good school, very good program, and I think we'll be pleasantly surprised about how good this Bullpup uh, girls varsity soccer team is. So that's at 2 p.m. at Bullpup Stadium. But what we'll continue to do a part of our weekly show is give you the rundown. What varsity events, where can you expect uh, games to be held, and where you need to be, and where we'll be too. We'll keep you posted uh, on uh, on all of our uh, travels. Now moving into our all-in or all-out segment of the show. All-in! If, if you agree with it, you're all-in, just like Scott just said. I'm out. If you are on the opposite side, if you disagree, you're all-out. So Scott will read a statement, and then we'll go back and forth, and hopefully you're able to play yeah, at home as gonna well. this is going to be... This is going to be everybody's favorite part of every show now. Yeah, it's going to be devastating. And it's going to be going. It's going to be going all over the school. 
Hey, man, did you hear the all in? Yeah, and everyone's going to go, are you all in or all out on the all in segment? Yeah, and they're going to go all in, 100%. Okay. Are we ready? We're ready. All right. Nathan, are you all in or all out buying your lunch at school? This is high school now. Buying your lunch. Lunch, I'm all out on that. If it were a different question, if you were to tell me, break like the the snack foods that they have at break i'd be all in on that but lunch food i'm more of a brown bag guy i'll bring my lunch how about the fact if you try to buy your lunch you have like 1.3 minutes to eat it yeah no the lines can get rather <laughs> long especially with the seniors that come in and cut in front of everybody because it's senior privilege and you're stuck waiting in line yes and especially on the tuesdays that are the pizza days uh that also creates a longer lengthy line so you're so you're all out on all buying out lunch. on lunch. Shoot, just it never worked out. Okay, I'm all in on buying lunch, because the cool kids buy lunch, <laughs> and uh, you know, sitting there with your little brown bag, with your little darker brown circle of grease from your bologna and mayonnaise sandwich seeping through, is disgusting and kills everybody's lunch. Yeah, but at the same time, <laughs> it's always those kids that. Uh, don't have enough money for all the food that they want and are always trying to mooch off of you because you bring well enough uh, food in your brown bag because it's usually mom or dad hooking you up. <laughs> okay, well, maybe that's why I'm coming from I'm all in buying lunch. <laughs> so I have to make your lunch. So <laughs> Okay, and also come Halloween time where you get the Halloween treats that everyone's always after as far as the chocolate or such. Well, that's true. Yeah. Okay. So we're one and one now. You're all out. I'm all in. All right, Nathan, are you all in or are you all out? Now, this is high school. Okay. This applies to any athletic event. Okay. okay. Go to watch the game. Am I all in or all out? To on go to, to watch, watch the, the game, game. not to socialize. Okay, I would say from the fact that whatever the sport may be, for the electricity and environment, I'm probably all in on going to watch the game because I'm not over the age of 40 and believe in, I'll just watch on SWX. Yeah, but then you miss Sam Adams. <laughs> uh-huh. <laughs> yes, it, you. It, but it's tough as far as a high schooler. Uh, I come from a sports family in which we enjoy watching athletics so going to a game to watch the game i could do no problem but for those that obviously go for more of the social aspect i could see the side of them saying no i don't want to go to the game to watch the game because i don't like the sport that's being played mm -hmm. i just like spending time with my friends yeah Okay, so you're so you're all in to watch the game. All in to watch the game. I love high school sports. I also am all in to watch the game, mainly because, obviously, as a coach, you're you know we're into the game and all the reasons you said from our family's perspective. But, um, we know that the majority of high schoolers, like let's use football for instance, they don't go to watch the game. And there's usually a lot of drama that falls out of that Friday night. So, and it's all dumb and 
doesn't mean anything. You know, somebody said something. So anyway, I am all in on watching the game. I think that will be a safe, um, I think it'd be a safe, less dramatic residual if we're just going and watching the game and then we go home and go to bed. Yeah. So, okay. All right. So we agree on that one. Yeah. Nathan, are you all in or all out Letterman jackets? That's really tough because I did go for a Letterman's jacket when yeah. I was in high school. Yeah, I had, I had you to guys have it. pay for it. Yeah. <laughs> but at the same time, I think everybody reaches that point where they get out of high school and that becomes something that picks up dust in the back of the closet. But at the time, though, too, there were a couple individuals, I think, that kind of ruined the Letterman's jacket for me because they wore it every day to school. No matter it's, the weather. Yeah, exactly. And it just, it <laughs> kind of ruined it because it's like, oh, you're like so-and-so wearing your Letterman's jacket, even though you would only wear it every once in a while. Um, and looking back on it now, I would probably say I, I would have gone for maybe a class ring. So I'd probably say I'm all out on Letterman's jackets. I just, I, I never should have gotten it probably because of the fact that it just yeah, sits in the closet nice now. <laughs> Thanks for letting me spend $300 on a dust magnet. <laughs> Um, I'm all in. I like Letterman's jackets. Of course, I'm the old guy on the porch. <laughs> I get it. But I like Letterman's jackets. Um, I like it for two reasons. One, I think, um, first of you know, they're a really good jacket. And they last a long time. I still have my Letterman's jacket from high school. And I graduated in 78. So when you go to the father-daughter dances, you can resurrect that out of the closet. And I have. And by the way, I can still get it on. (laughs) Um, But secondly, I like when student-athletes stand out. Uh, And I know that that's a different philosophy than a lot of teachers, some coaches and kids have about, you know, student-athletes are just like everybody else and blah, blah, blah. (laughs) I happen to think student-athletes... take on a lot onto themselves especially at a place like g prep where the academics aren't diminished because you play sports yeah um so that's why i like it i I like them i if if they could bring back the letterman sweater john travolta and rick nelson yeah then you'd say yeah yeah i probably would say (laughs) yes because the letterman sweaters were cool i think i could yeah i could rock that yeah they if they if they did something like that you might be able to Hit the retro angle. Yeah, you put the elbow that. patches on there. It'd be, it'd be good and then fun. you have the you have the stripes on the sleeve for yeah. each year you letter varsity. I think it'd be great. Yeah. Okay, that'd be cool. All right, Nathan, are you all in or all out on again any athletic thing okay. at the high school? Going out with your friends after the game. Yes, I'm all in on this. This is a no brainer. Because of the fact that there were so so many magical evenings that uh, took place after wins uh, on the football team when we'd go to Zips. And that Zips right there in in Hilliard would stay open, felt like just for us. What a special place. Yeah. that's (laughs) Yeah. Uh, No, hold the tartar, though. No tartar for me. (laughs) Uh, the, uh, The experiences, though, going out after games, the elation. Uh, after victories was quite the experience and ones that you'll always remember. I think that those are the memories you actually hold on to from high school. Yeah, that's if you went and watched and paid attention and you knew who won. 
Yeah. <clears throat> what about if you lost? Was this still as fun? No, no. Usually the games or the uh, the meals after the games didn't happen if the loss happened. That usually was, well, I'll get something on the way home through a drive through or <laughs> just go home and see what's in the fridge. So you're Drown guaranteed. My sorrows. You're guaranteed you'll go out about seven times. Yeah, exactly. Okay. Well, um, whoa, 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 what about you? I am, I am all in on going out after the game because I think that's a part of the high school kind of tradition, if you will. You know, you go to the game and then you go get a burger or something afterwards. I think that's, I think that's kind of Americana. Well, why wouldn't you be? That that's what would concern me. You don't go out after a game in which everyone oh, it's late. Is... You're tired. Okay, I mean, I was one to go to bed early. I will be full, first to admit that early in my high school career and in th- even throughout. But there's something about going out and enjoying the time because you're just going to be coming back to school on Monday going, that was so awesome when we went out after the game. And you're going to be like, oh, yeah, well, I got nine hours. Yeah. <laughs> but, you know, the one the one thing that you kind of risk when you go out after a game is you don't always get to choose Who's in? Who's going with you? That's true. It's the, if it's a group. Yeah. Thing. You could be around so. people you don't typically care for. <clears throat> but anyway, so we're both ill. Yeah. That. So go out after the bullpup Viking game. Yeah, the the victory over the Vikings on Friday. All right, last one. Are you all in, Nathan, or all out? Prom king and queen. I mean, I think that. Looking at this past high school, it's unfair because you can't be, you're more objective than you were in the moment. Uh, but I think that I'm probably all out for this reason. Uh, it always seemed to be people that no one cared about because it be turned into this. Let's see if we can elect so-and-so to be prom king and queen. That'd be funny. And then it wasn't genuine at all. So for somebody that felt like, oh man, I, I maybe could be in the running for this. You just immediately knock yourself out of it because of the fact that, I don't know, that that kid that wears the same t-shirt to school every day is in the running because of the fact that it'd be funny up there. So I'm probably all out on Prom King and Queen. Way too much drama associated with that. Yeah. I'm all out on this. Um, I think it's stupid. (laughs) And... (laughs) If you need any proof, just look at past pictures of when they take the pictures of the prom prom king standing there in his football uniform next to a girl in a formal, you know. <laughs> well, yes. And they walk on the track in their uniform. So we're talking about home king and queen. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. No, I, exactly. Yes. I, I think know. that when anyone has to either for homecoming king and queen stay out there for halftime and then on top of that, if you're a part of football and choir, nothing against people that are in choir, but when you have to be out there singing in your uniform, the national anthem, it just it looks a little awkward, misplaced, out of sorts. You almost look to see them have like uh, tennis, uh, like deck shoes on, topsiders or something. <laughs> I know it's I, I can't stand the king and queen thing. I the funny thing is I don't mind the queen thing. That's probably more traditional, you know. Yeah, um, where they used to drive them around on the track in a convertible or something. Yeah, that was cool. And they waved to the crowd like everybody cares or knows them, or whatever. <laughs> but the king and queen thing, we need to we need to get rid of that. Yeah. So. Well, I mean, I, I like if people could take it in its seriousness, 
and elect honestly and truthfully, uh, but that will never happen. So uh, it, it usually comes down to a popularity contest or and or a uh, who can we poke fun of. So my condolences to whoever is elected home king and queen uh, well, this year on October 4th. Okay, so that is your first session, uh, first game of All In or All Out. Yeah. On, yeah, yeah, on the PSP. Yeah, go ahead, and uh, if you want to provide your input, obviously you can always reach out to us on Facebook, comment on your All In or All Out, or even commentary on defending your decisions. Uh, always welcome on Facebook. And, uh, yeah, continue to look forward to this segment as well as our weekly show that we will update you what's going on the week ahead. The game that's going to come up for the Bullpups for the football team. We'll do a coaching and player interview every week for you leading up two games. And uh, look forward to it. And we look forward to seeing you guys out there Friday night, 7 p.m. Bullpup Stadium when we take down the Vikings. And as always, go Pups, man. Go Pups. <laughs>